Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good Monday afternoon. Welcome into Grant and Danny, February. 26th, 2024. Got a very nice show planned for you today, including Fox Sports NFL insider Ralph Vecchiano, who reported over the weekend that teams are interested in Sam Howe and his value on the trade market might be better than you think. We'll talk to him about that coming up in 55 minutes. Is that something the commander should even be considering? Danny, what's up? What do you say, buddy? First of all, day of the year candidate today. Just perfect. Bottle it, sell it, be a trillionaire by lunch, retire. Uh, Big weekend. Big weekend for the boys. Uh, There is coach of the year buzz for the head coach of the purple team. All right. They're six and two, alone in second place. Preseason picked sixth or seventh by most experts. A second place standalone finish for the purple nurples, buddy. Who is the head coach of the purple team? A handsome gentleman. Mm. Loves him some pickleball and attention. Uh, he's going to lose coach of the year. The yellow team's 9-0. They're 9-0. You know what I mean? They're the one seed. But is this like the NFL coach of the year vote, where if you're just successful with a good team, that means nothing. You've got to go where no one thought you would go. Then you're a front runner. Th- that's why That's why this guy's getting buzzed. But it's it's probably going to go to, again, yellow's 9-0. and They're the best team, and they deserve it. They're going to win this whole thing. But uh, the but, thing I've always liked about Danny as a coach is that you never take the credit away from you, the kid. You, that's that's the whole point. You would never right. lead with no. the coaches doing a bang up Mm-mm-mm. job. It's always about the students. No, not it's in this case. About the the collegiate athletes, or in this case, the ten year olds. The nine, nine and ten year olds that are you. on the hardwood. I, I like that about you. You would never take their shine. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you this. Speaking of shine, a snap of the fingers here to the silver team. 
it took two free throws with less than a minute left to win the thing. 26-24. Wow. I mean, first of all, good for the kid. Steps up, clutch, knocks down two free throws, by the way. Less than a minute left. It, you know, nice little uh, you know life experience for the young man. What's this league called? This is our little local rec league. Literally, all the kids go to this one school. Do you host a podcast where you just break down all the games with detailed box scores? We what we do is we have like a uh, like a parent fact checker from each game. So it's yeah. like it's like citizen journalism. It's like so you saw Magenta or whatever they are like Indigo play White. What happened? How did it go? I want to be your insider. I want to be your Brian Windhorse for the league with. Why so-and-so missed the game. There's so little player movement. What somebody's mom <laughs> thinks. Next year, the kids are getting together at recess, and they're talking about forming a super team on Team Purple or something, you know. I'll have uh, that all is, the insight. That has happened, but thankfully the adults have stepped in. But, yeah, we are, our playoff game is this Thursday. We have a bye in the first round, so the first round games are tomorrow night. Purple's right for an upset, though. Good luck. They're right for an upset, I'll tell you. Well, we'll get a full breakdown before Thursday night. Mm-hmm. What time's tip? Eight, uh, 7.30. Ah. The game started five thirty. I couldn't make it, so luck of the draw. We got the we, because we finished second. We got the seven thirty start, so I can make it. My son probably won't be able to stay up, but maybe we can come over for the game. Be so silly. Maybe I could bring Nooms over. It'd be so silly. He'd be nice to watch playoff game, man, for at least four minutes, and then we probably would have to go leave or do something else. You'll see my son commit three fouls. <laughs> You'll get that. All right, maybe we'll have to come watch <laughs> Thursday night. Looking forward to that. A big sports weekend to break down with you, though, as we get started here out of the gates on G&D. Beginning with the Combine, which started today. NFL Combine in Indianapolis. Everybody's checking in. Everybody is going to start getting measured, and eventually the players will get out onto the field uh, tomorrow afternoon and beyond. A lot is being made about the fact that Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels are not throwing. We don't yet know if Drake May is going to or not. That's the one guy where we haven't gotten a report. This is so simple. Let's not overcomplicate this. If you're drafted at the top of the board, you can't really help yourself by throwing. So throwing to random receivers you don't know in an environment you can't calibrate for, the thought is, if you're Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels, all that can happen is I can disappoint. If I go out and light it up, everyone goes, see, I told you, that guy's awesome. So they're not going to throw, and I don't expect Drake May to either. Here's what's interesting, though. While in no way do I hold against Williams or Daniels for not throwing, I think if you do throw and you have nothing to gain, that can be maybe a nice check mark in your column. Like if Drake May decides, even though it probably can't help him much, it can only hurt him, but with the other two guys now not throwing, I'll just show off the rocket arm, and if I miss on some throws, there's some receivers I don't know with no timing uh, because I'm meeting them right before I throw them their first pass. Mm-hmm. So be it. I don't know. I, I'm not going to necessarily ding anybody for anything at the Combine. But you same way if you run a really good time, you can help yourself maybe. If Drake May throws and the other two don't, maybe that makes you feel like he's a gamer or something. Who knows? So this is a little bit of an old man opinion that I'm about to drop on you. I know where you're going. You don't. You don't. I don't hold it against anybody because I, I, you're being practical, you're being smart. The same way, remember when Christian McCaffrey set out of a meaningless bowl game and everyone was like, what? What? How could you? You, you sign up to play? Huge future. Running back, limited shelf life, smart thing to do. Good career because of it. Millions of dollars yeah. on the line. This is before NIL. So playing in a meaningless bowl game. Now, you're playing for a natty? I'd rather you play for the natty. But if you're playing in the pool in Weed Eater, Boise State, Idaho, Falls Bowl, <laughs> stupid. Made for t- dumb, made for television event that the school gets the money. You get you get like a Casio 
watch or something. It's dumb. Forget it. Dumb. In terms of the combine, here's what I would love. If I'm drafting somebody high, I would love to have a Scherzer, a Jordan, a Tiger Woods, a lunatic that can't stop competing to be the centerpiece of my team. It's it's a extra credit check mark for me. It's an unrealistic, unrealistic expectation. That's why I don't hold it against somebody. I would love some dude to be such an alpha that if there's a chance to compete, he competes and 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 wins always. He cannot shut it off. He is a centerpiece of my organization who's going to lead me out of the depths of hell into some wonderful place. I would love it if a dude says, I don't care what's good. This is a chance to be better than somebody else. I want to showcase. And that would make me so happy. I would have a guy shoot up my board. Now we're already talking about someone that's top five, top 10 as it is. So like Marvin Harrison, not going, I'm not mad at him. I would love for him to go and dominate the, you know, Caleb Williams. I'm going to get to Marvin Harrison in a second, because that's even another level of Mm -hmm. this where you're just neglecting to post at all which is different than not competing in some of the physical events until you can control the environment at your pro day. And that is what the quarterbacks, Williams and Daniels, are doing. Again, Drake may may end up being in the exact same boat. It just hasn't been reported yet. It's not publicly known what he's decided as to whether or not he's going to throw. But it sounds like you would then give him, not saying he catches Daniels, because I know you've got Daniels ahead of him, but you would move him a little bit closer. Like, he gets it. In other words, there are great a bonus points yeah. given out for him. Absolutely for me, yeah. Like again, and if you don't throw because it's not practical, you're already a top three. You're pick. not moving anybody down. Yeah, you're not. That's no. That's no knock on you. But I, it's something that I, I love. I love the idea that, of course, there's nothing on the line except you're going up against somebody else. Go, go win. And it's, I love ex- that. it's extra credit, mm-hmm. right? If you don't do it, yeah. no harm, no foul. If you do it, it can benefit you some. Totally. I guess if you throw and you throw poorly, if you're Drake May that could end up biting in the butt a little bit. But I think more teams will kind of mm-hmm. take your view where, yep. hey, that was not a great situation for you. You went out there in a, in a game setting. You're going to have a plan. We're going to put you in a position to thrive. You're going to know all your teammates going into the game. It's going to be very, very different. It's not all that practical. But, look, you're throwing against air. You're just showing off some physical traits. It's a pretty easy audition mm-hmm. if you got a big arm like he does. And we've seen, historically speaking, if you're not at the top of the board, generally, you throw. And so, Knicks, Penix, McCarthy said he's throwing. Anyone who can benefit will climb. The Marvin Harrison Jr. thing to me is a little bit different. Again, am I not drafting the guy because he didn't go to the combine? Of course not. He's an unbelievable talent. You already know what he is watching the film. Not showing up at the combine at all, though, is not a good look. And I I just don't like that. Take it for what it's worth. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not going to change necessarily where you're at on my board. But if you're even with Roma Dunze or you're even with Malik Neighbors and those guys came and I just had more time sitting down and getting to know them and talking to them and they got up on the whiteboard and we chopped it up about what to do against this coverage, maybe it helps them. I, I just like people who play the game. And that's not for everybody, but follow the unwritten rules of kind of how this works, respect the process a little bit for me, if you don't mind, like all these guys, whether it was Jerry Rice or who's your favorite wide receiver, they weren't too good for this. Maybe you could just show up and and you don't have to run. If you don't want to, you don't Mm -hmm. have to lift. You don't have to catch passes, but meet with the teams, go through the meetings, meet with the media. Let, Let me see how you act around your peers and a bunch of people that need a bunch of stuff from you. Because it's just a, a little bit of an extra indication of 
what I'm getting for the millions of dollars that I'm going to be handing. The And like you said, Harrison is consensus, maybe the best player in this draft overall. Not you know, not position exclusive, but like he may be the number one prospect in this draft. So he's not going beyond two, three, four, you know, wherever he ends up, he's pretty solidified. So whether he goes, doesn't go, whether he travels to Alaska or sails around the world on a sailboat, he's still going to be a, a top draft pick. He doesn't have that much to gain. The The observation I have though, is we are, we are moving very rapidly. The NBA was the leader here in terms of player empowerment, where Guys are sick of just toiling away for whatever city they had. They got drafted by. They're building super teams. They're you know agitating with their agents, forcing trades to one team or another. You know, hanging out with their buddies, whatever it is. And I don't necessarily love that as a development, but it's happened. We, we you can acknowledge it and live with it and do your best, or you know you can you can shake your fist to the sea. We started to see this with quarterbacks a little bit to this degree. You're going to see more and more of this. I think you're going to see more guys go. I'm not going to go there and stand in my underwear and get pinched and prodded and poked and asked weird questions and you know the, the, have stuff leaked out about uh, my this intelligence test or this aptitude test or uh, I'm not going through that without compensation. I'm already a top draft pick. I'm already going high as you, as you want to do. I'm not going to go through all this stuff for that. Whether you like it or not, I think this is on the way. I think more of this is going to happen. Yeah, totally. And I think specifically for the best players. You don't have leverage. You right. can't do that. If you're, if you're a third-round Sammy, you're not doing that. Marvin Harrison Jr., the best wide receiver in the class, mm-hmm. and a second-generation talent. His dad, the name helps you a little bit, just as much as probably the film and everything else does. He is the unquestioned number one wide receiver in the country this year, so you can get away with this. I'm just saying for me, you can call me old school. It's If you don't want to go through all of it, fine. I don't take away at all. You don't want to throw or run. If you don't want to be poked and prodded, fine. Show up at the combine with your agent, and if you don't want to participate formally, meet with me in a conference room in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. right? But like the idea that you come to my pro day and that's where you can see me, I, I just don't love that. But you're right. I mean, we're headed in that way. There's a lot of things about the way we operate in college football now that aren't really for me. Uh, other things going on in sports this weekend, though. Let's localize it. Nats news. How about the kids? Over the weekend. Forget, I don't even know if they won or lost the games. And I'm not doing a bit. Like, I I don't care. I wasn't paying much attention at spring training in terms of the final score after the kids performed. But some huge moments for James Wood, Dylan Cruz, Robert Hassel, Mackenzie Gore, Josiah Gray, some of the guys that mean a lot to this team in the years ahead, including six-foot, six-inch outfielder James Wood, who was acquired from San Diego for Juan Soto, who hit 26 home runs in the minors last year, despite playing a bulk of his season in a ballpark where the ball doesn't fly at all. I've seen, I explained it to someone this way over the weekend. Two or three of the most impressive home runs I've ever seen hit live were by James Wood. who I've only seen play like <laughs> nine or 10 baseball games ever, but his first pitch he saw over the weekend was a home run in spring training. And the next day, yesterday, second game, second home run is heard right here on the fan. Now the lefty's ready. Looking at the runner at first, kicks, delivers to the plate, and Wood belts it high in the air to deep center field. Back goes Sanoa at the warning track, at the wall, and it is gone goodbye! For the second day in a row, bang, zoom, goes James Wood. Do me a favor, Darius. Isolate the crack of the bat. His bat is different. Yep. 110 miles an hour, by the way, off the bat, and occasionally there's just a sound. He's a sound guy. Yep. It is a different swing. 
to the play. Delivers to the play. Love it. You, I, if you don't know, you, if if you don't get, if your hairs on, look at my hairs on my arm, they are standing at attention. Two days, two bombs. If you don't know, I encourage everybody just once. If you're a baseball fan, splurge, get there early wherever it is, and get there for batting practice. Get as close to the field as you can. There'll be a lot of guys hitting the ball real hard. These are pros. There's a difference every once in a while. There's a Mark McGuire. There's a James Wood where it sounds different. It's deeper. It's It echoes. It resonates. He has that thing. That one was left on left, Yeah, by the way. Yeah, it was. He, he was only a lefty initially in the lineup against a lefty. And that at bat, he went down 0-2, fouled a couple pitches off, spit on a sweeper. Yep. And then he hit a pitch he swung through earlier in the at-bat, left on left, to go to dead center field. Little tank piece. Pulled the, the the first home run over the berm and right. Second one was to dead center field. So a good start for the kid. But there were other impact performances. James Hassel hit a homer this weekend. Uh, excuse me, Robert, Robert Hassel, Hassel hit a homer this weekend. Hassel's another of the guys that came over in the Juan Soto deal from the Padres. He's off to a fast start with a couple runs and a stolen base. Dylan Cruz had a ball off the bat at 105 miles an hour. Had a diving catch. Josiah Gray just pitched today, two innings, five strikeouts was really good. Mackenzie Gore, I thought, looked awesome. Two innings, four strikeouts, and in his outing to kick off the spring, uh, he gave up a couple of hits and a run in the line. But bottom line for Mackenzie Gore was he was up to 96, and I liked seeing he was pitching at the top of the zone as well, which was not his strength So that Yeah, that's a good, good look. Uh, so we'll keep you updated as we get ready to head down to spring training this weekend on everything going on with the Nats, if any. Big stories develop. Real quick, the Capitals played just once this week, and they're in action tonight at 7 o'clock. I'm headed over to Capital One Arena. But on Saturday, they played Florida. And you and I kind of labeled this a, mm-hmm. a show-me game. Like, let's tell see. Us, like how advanced they were. They played with them. They skated with them. And they led them. They were up 2-1. to one. Wilson scored a, a goal in the third. It was a beautiful goal. Showed some power, some hands to finish. They ended up giving up their 2-1 to one lead with 3.30 to go shorthanded on a redirected shot that beat Lindgren. Uh, and then with 119 on the clock left in overtime, they end up losing on a Gustav Forsling um, shot after Milano turned the puck over. But they absolutely were every bit as good as the Panthers 100%. for much of the night. That overtime was back and forth, anybody's chance. It, so Milano good. with a, with that, like basically two turnovers on one play, if that's even possible. We tried to stick handle, lost it, somehow got it back, and then lost it again, led to a, you know, Two or three on one, depending on how you score it. But yeah, that, that was three a tough on three end. overtime is still great it's when still it's best. done correctly. Mm-hmm. And that game, you know, go back to Saturday night. The Caps were doing what no one does anymore, which is like we'll take our chances on odd rushes the other way. But we're going to actually play hockey here, three mm-hmm. on three. Everyone else, it's like a puck possession game now, and the Caps do this a lot too. Like no one's going to get any shots because we're going to regroup to our own end. That was just fire drill hockey, up and back, and yeah. they ended up getting beat by a more skilled team. In that game, by the way, Ovi, 41st skater ever, 41st, to play in 1,400 games. Congrats to him. How about that? No goals for Ovechkin on Saturday. Yeah, so but st- I thought he still looked pretty good, just for the record. Yeah, just, you know, didn't find the back of the net. That, that streak was bound to end, right, where you score every time you play hockey. But uh, it, he, he, I think he's kind of found a little, uh, I don't say fountain of youth, but a little bit rejuvenated here over the last few weeks. Weekend update on the Wizards. They went 0-2. Mm-hmm. They have dropped 11 in a row. Yep. So that's where we're at on that. They gave up 147, I think it was, to the Thunder on Friday night. They lost by 40. They did play hard last night. I want to give them credit for that. Against Cleveland, they were undermanned. 
they eventually they lost. were up late, yeah. Uh, but one fourteen one hundred five final. You know who actually played a good game was Jordan Jordan Poole off the bench. Thirty one points, thirty eight minutes for him. Shot the ball well, was more efficient than normal. Bad news yesterday. In addition to the L, Bilal Koulibaly limited to just six minutes. Got fouled pretty hard. Had a contusion, a right pelvic contusion. They're calling it. Ugh. He's already been ruled out tomorrow against Golden State. The Warriors are in town tomorrow night. But I thought they did a good job defensively on Donovan Mitchell. They held him to four field goals, made 16 points worth of shots. Uh, more misses than makes in the game for him. They just got beat up in the paint, 60-48 to 48 in the paint. I think it's going to happen, last too. Night. No Daniel Gafford. It's Anybody want to play down low? Marvin Bagley, Rashawn Holmes, with all due respect to those guys. They don't have much answer in the paint at this point. 11 straight losses. Yeah. 11 games in a row they've played against teams with a winning record. That's going to happen as a nine-win team. Probably. Indeed, sir. But since the All-Star break, lost by 20 against Denver. 41 against Oklahoma City, and then this was a much better nine-point loss Mm -hmm. against Cleveland where they actually played with them. And here's the Danny Ruge news that you're going to be very excited about. Oh, hello there. Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis. Played 22 minutes. Here we go. First-round draft pick plays in the NBA. Here we go. Friday night. Huh? And here's an even crazier amount of information. After he played the 22 minutes Friday night, he wasn't, like, not seen again for a month. 18 more minutes last night. Here we go. That's 40 minutes. Nice. In now, two games. Now, you're going to ask follow-ups like, did he have more personal fouls than points? Don't ask those questions. He Don't. made a field goal yesterday. He made a field goal. A basket from Johnny Davis. For some reason, you still care about that. I, I just want first-round draft picks to turn into something. But it was someone else's first-round draft pick, and we kind of know now, don't we? Don't we know what we need to know? We're, we're pretty sure. I, I here's, here's what I do. If I'm losing 70 games this year, which I'm about to, I play the first-round pick some. Not zero, not G League uh, uh, Gentry. He gets he gets floor burn for my bad team. If I'm already going to be bad, I'm going to play the first round draft pick some. Don't have to start and play 40 a night. 40 minutes over two games. What else you want? That to continue. Okay. Instead of months at a time where he plays in the G League. I get it. Yeah. I just don't think he's part of the plans here. I don't think he is either. So if that's the case, I'll find someone else who might be part of the plans and I'll give them those minutes. What about that plan? Is it Jared Butler? It's part of the plan? Sure. Is it? More more likely than him, probably. Based on what I saw yesterday. <laughs> Just from yesterday's. <laughs> That's, different. That's different than Gerard Butler, by the way. Very different. Gerard Butler's an actor. Handsome actor. This he, is he's not getting roles anymore, by the way, it feels like Gerard Butler. Is that is that does that feel like right to you? That like, well, like he slowed down a little bit? Because he had he had a run where it was like Gerard Butler's in it. He's a dreamboat, he's tough. He's kicking people over. He's using his sword. Hmm, that's really In a bunch of movies? I think he he just does a bunch of Olympus Has Fallen type movies. Mm-hmm. So I actually went and saw him in theaters like four months ago. It was a movie about a plane that went down, and he just was like shooting a gun in, in a okay. wilderness. He still does a lot of that. Okay. It's just, it's not him. And it's Catherine not his marquee Hyde. anymore. Uh, Jared Butler went to Baylor, correct? Am I right about that? Can you can you check on that for me? I'm going to look right now. Here we go. Uh, I believe Jared Butler was like really good at Baylor in the tournament a few years ago. Baylor? Jared Butler. Yeah, I sneaky like him a little bit. Uh, he will have a better career than Johnny Davis. Ah. Third team in three years for Jared Butler. Averaged six a game last year and one start for Oklahoma City. Yeah, I think he probably will. <laughs> he has a will. better career than Johnny Davis. I oh. think he's going to have a better career than Johnny Davis. Meaning a career. Uh, speaking of hoops, Mr. Buckants, court storming is in some hot water. It's on the hot seat. Weird, huh? Get into that next.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Grant and Danny on the fan. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. Duke was at Wake Forest over the weekend. Duke, as you'd imagine, a heavy favorite. Wake did everything they needed to on Saturday to take a big step toward getting an NCAA tournament bid, securing an 83-79 win over the number 8th-ranked Blue Devils, and the Demon Deacons began to party. As the final seconds ticked off the clock, in fact, the party began. Players were not even off the floor yet because, frankly, the clock wasn't at triple zero by the time the student section and fans began pouring out onto the court. Now, this is my least popular take. I know this. I tweeted about this and said as much uh, as soon as I saw this. People hate this. They call me old. My wife makes fun of me. Sure. Like, she loves laughing at me about this, says I'm 100, says I'm a loser, whatever else. That's fine. I'm, I'm not as correct, Danny, on anything else as I am <laughs> on storming the field and storming the court. And so, listen closely. This needs to be done away with. It is so stupid. I've done it. Raising my hand. I've done it multiple times. I was young once. I did it. I get it. Fun time. What could possibly go wrong with a college-aged, angry, emotional, furious, livid, apoplectic, depressed, sad student-athlete who just lost being bombarded on the court by a bunch of people purposefully trying to troll him at one of his lowest recent moments, while they are jubilant and happy and probably drunk or, you know, enjoying themselves in some way, maybe sober, maybe not. What could possibly go wrong? It is amazing to me that nothing terrible's happened. So Wake Forest storms the court. Their big man, Kyle Filpowski, ends up with a sprained ankle. Everyone's mad at him because he shoved a kid that got in his face and was running past him 
kind of into his personal space. You're not off the court yet. In an emotional moment, someone comes running right across your purview, and somehow people are upset at him for, like, shoving toward the kid. Regardless, he gets stepped on. His ankle gets hurt. He may or may not play in Duke's next game. Not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. He's going to be fine. Everyone's going to be fine. But I don't know how there hasn't been just a, uh, someone swinging LeGarrette Blunt style, uh-huh. just dropping somebody, hitting them in the jaw. I don't know why this is permitted, why it's allowed, why it's celebrated, why it's beloved. I think it's one of the dumbest relics in sports, and it's got to be done away with somehow, some way. So I, I'm not quite, if you're a 10 out of 10 on this, I'm probably like an eight and a half. Um, to me, like a buzzer beater, real genuine moment in a game you shouldn't win or something like that. Because again, I did it when uh, I was at the George Washington University. Uh, huge upset over Xavier, conference rival. They were, I think, top 15 at, the, at that time. Buzzer beater, crazy moment, game winner by Shante Rogers. People just ran on the court because you, you just couldn't believe it. You didn't know what to do. That, to me, is forgivable. The seconds are counting away. You're just going to win a game, and you're a really good program that has Tim Duncan and Chris Paul and Randolph Childress and Rodney Rogers and a bunch of stars in your in, in your wake. That's embarrassing. But even put that aside, when you should or should, like Maryland beat Wisconsin and they stormed the court years ago. There, there were plenty of injuries. Uh, there was a, a near fight with um, – uh, a fan slugged a kid from Pittsburgh years ago. I think it was 2003. You saw what happened with Caitlin Clark in Ohio State. The We have to wait until someone actually gets hurt to address it. So you and I are the unpopular guys going, yeah, why are we Why are we storming the court here? This is just sort of a regular conference win. We should probably have a threshold. We've won a national championship, Maryland. We should have some expectation that we might be okay at some points in this conference or whatever. But it now takes an injury, and it seems the sentiment from other coaches are speaking up, and a lot of athletic directors, especially for the ACC, are speaking up and saying, hey, this isn't great. We've got to do something about this. And folks in the Big Ten have spoken up about, about it as well. Again, in the wake of um, uh, what happened with, you know, uh, I think it was Ohio State storming the court against Iowa when they beat uh, uh, Caitlin Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes. So we're now, I think, starting to shift a little bit where people understand that it's it's a little bit, it's not even a little bit, it's stupid the, the to that degree. It's just not worth the yeah. squeeze. I mean, in the name of what? Because it's been done for a while, not a good reason. In the name of what? Because kids have fun doing it? Okay, let's just make all of our decisions based on that. Do kids have fun doing it? Then sign me up. Let the college kids have their fun. Said the grown-up in what other situation? I mean, that, that is not really how we make our decisions. Well, they, they could do that beer bong around on the quad at, at 19-year-olds, right? Because it's fun for them. In society. I mean, come on here. This is so dumb. And the people that hate me for this. By the way, God bless you. I get it. We won't see eye to eye. I am an old man shaking his fist. I I keep looking at my phone waiting for my wife to text me. Uh, Yep, she just did. You're boring. That's what she just said. You're boring. You're boring. That's what my (laughs) wife just said. Also, it's not allowed. You act like it's sanctioned. All right. I'll now have this debate with my wife. We're going to do this again when I get I was going to say, do me the... So, yes, technically it is not allowed. It is celebrated. Nobody has a problem with it. Nobody is stopping anyone who's trying to do it. You either try to do something about it or you don't. And we are in an era and have always been in an era where they don't try to do anything about it. Do you get in trouble if you do it? The answer is no. Then it's allowed. See the difference Mm -hmm. there? If you do it and you get in trouble, what's not allowed is running on the field at professional sporting events. What happens when you do that? You get in trouble. Cops come and tackle you. Get the wood shampoo. Security (laughs) tackles you. They beat the bleep out of you and no one's looking. 
and maybe you do a night in jail or maybe they just kick you out of the stadium and tell you not to come back. None of that happens when you court storm with thousands of your favorite friends. This was John Shire, the head coach at Duke, after this weekend, the court storm heard around the country on Saturday where his player got hurt. Disappointed we lost. Uh, but look, for me, it's I'm more concerned about the, the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it, it's a dangerous thing. And I don't want that to take away from the game that Wake played. Because Wake played a big-time game. Salas was as good as could be today. And, and hats off to them. But you look around the country and Caitlin Clark, something happens. And now Flip, I don't know what his status is going to be. He sprains his ankle. And it's one thing, like when I played, at least it was 10 seconds in the court, you know, you would storm the court. Now it's the buzzer doesn't even go off and they're, they're running on the floor. And this has happened to us a bunch this year. Um, it's part of it. I don't want this to take away at all from Wake. So they I'm earned jumping it. They here. He goes on to talk more about the game. Mm -hmm. But for people like my wife who say, you can't, there's thousands of them. There's just some security. It's not like it's allowed. The whole point is you take the court and no one can do anything about it. There are ways that you could have structure if you chose to. Like there was a, a court storming incident recently where they waited, they made everyone wait, like I think it was 15 or 20 seconds, which Shire was saying is what they used to do, uh -huh. by the way. And they basically got the other team off the court, and then you got to come onto the court. Or th there was even one where they like put up a rope around like the visiting bench or whatever, and that team was like kind of hemmed in like this little roped area so no one could bother any of the players. Mm -hmm. That would alleviate a lot of my issues. My problem is the immediate let's run up and troll this guy in his face who is... 18, 19, 20 years old and might punch someone in the jaw and start a, a palace at the malice kind of crazy situation. We are asking for madness. We can all see it. it it's going to happen eventually, I think, right? I mean, we, we yeah, I mean, to me, the, the somebody gets hurt thing is the nightmare scenario, and it's happened multiple times and nobody cares. I mean, the SEC fines schools 100 grand for the first court storming incident, whatever that means, first offense, 250,000 for the second one, and then 500 grand each time after that. So they're, they're actually trying to do something about it, right? Finding the school. Basically saying, handle your business, dudes. If you guys don't but, do it, we're going to find you. I, when did they start doing that? I'd be willing to bet that court storming has come down. They're probably then making more of an attempt with ropes and only a little bit of an area where people can get on the floor. And there's things that you could do. So LSU was fined 100 grand last week after its fans stormed the court against Kentucky. The ACC has zero fine structure. Correct. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? It's interesting to me. It's I'm interested interesting. to see that. I'm so interested. In I'm very interested. It. I've never been more interested. I'm really, I'm intrigued. I'm looking sure. at that. Do you want to try to do something or not? I get that you're saying if 30,000 people just decide to riot onto the court, basically, you know, we're all running down onto the mm -hmm. floor to have a, a, a big high five session. I've been there. I've done it. It's a lot of fun. It's cool. That's fine. There's either an attempt to stop them or there isn't. Should there be is my question. 800-636-1067 if you went away in on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. And what can be done? Wait till you hear what Jay Billis, who's one of the top college analysts, had to say about this today on Grant and Danny. Plus, Eric Bieniemy found a job. We'll get into that next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I'm more concerned about the, the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it, it's a dangerous thing. And I don't want that to take away from the game that Wake played. That was Duke head coach John Shire. He had a player, one of his best players, sprained an ankle in a court storming incident over the weekend. Grant and Danny on the fan. Well, it sounds like we're in lockstep, although maybe, as you said, if I'm a 10 out of 10 on get rid of court storming, mm-hmm. you're an 8, 8 and a half. I mean, the question is, how do you actually do it? It's hard. It right? is hard. But my point is, we currently do nothing. This almost sounds like a... No, we're debating politics I know, or right? something. My point is we currently do nothing. Should we try to do something? I'm not saying we could fix the problem here, but I'm saying maybe we could just look at what's currently happening and go, what if we tried something else? So what ha- if we, you know, put up uh, you know, like the movie theater little uh you know, like rope or whatever the that thing is. That goes and like, like cloaks in, yeah. We we could make barriers, we could do something, latent games, you you could have more security, stand around. And we, if you do storm the court, you could get in trouble. I'm not going to go full Jay Billis. I don't think you should ever go full Jay Billis on this. Uh, this is Billis today on ESPN talking about possible ramifications. If you were to get rid of court storming, he's got an idea as to how. The truth is nothing's going to change now. We're going to talk about it. and It's going to go away and nothing's going to change. And if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the administrators will tell you that uh, security experts tell them that it's not it's not a good idea to try to stop the court storming, that that could cause more problems than it would solve. But you don't have to stop the court storming. One time, all you have to do is once they're on the court, don't let them off. Just, just say you're all detained and give them all citations or arrest them if you want to. And then court stormings will stop the next day. Um, there's no accountability for this. It, it, the fans feel like it's an entitlement. I'm not advocating for anybody getting arrested, but I think we got to raise the bar of the ramifications. When I stormed the court, the reason I did it was I knew it was kind of awkward as I was doing it, but I thought I can't get in trouble for this. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. They can tell me to go 
Hey, leave. leave. <laughs> there's got to be something between that and arrest. And I just think there's very little attempt or effort put into this. And there should be more of it. So what you had was a side of people. I would say you and I were on that side for years going, this is a bad recipe. Something bad is going to happen. You've now got a couple bads that have happened. It's not no one's life, thank goodness, has been threatened or anything terribly crazy. But you've had a couple injuries, which is unacceptable. And now you, you, we used to be arguing against people that go, it's no problem. There's not a problem. Nothing has happened. And we go, nothing has happened yet. Nothing has happened yet. A player, uh, One player got punched. Ah, nothing's really happened yet. A player is going to miss basketball games now because he has a sprained ankle because of a court storming thing. Uh, now you're getting them to acknowledge, okay, something bad can happen. And at least that's progress in this conversation, right? Because we were arguing for years against people that go, come on. Not a legal defense, mind you, but come on. It's fun. Let the kids have fun. It's fun. You're boring. Uh, among the commander's contingent that is now in Indianapolis for the Combine, which is starting today unofficially. Here you go. Ready? The, Here we go. The commander's brass helping to make the big decisions at the Combine. So let's hear it for him. Ready, Danny? We yep. need big draft coming up. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Peters. Yeah. There he is. Your new head coach. He's wearing a backwards hat. Dan Quinn. We're DQing. We're over DQing now, everybody. Just so everyone's aware. He's been helping the Detroit Lions make great decisions for several years. He's a well-kept secret, but I think he's going to be big for the Commanders. Lance Newmark. Lance Newmark is here. The assistant general manager. And Martin Mayhew is also there. Eugene Shen. Eugene Shen. Eugene Shen Eugene went to the going. The analytics of football. Adam Peters. Adam Peters. Keep, the, keep it going, ladies and boys and yeah. girls. Dan Quinn is there. Thank you. Lance Newmark, and Martin Mayhew is also there. Eric Bieniemy got a gig. Let's yes, get did. into that next. Also, Ralph Vacchiano, Fox Sports, is joining us. He reported over the weekend that some teams are sniffing around on Sam Howell as a trade candidate. We're Grant and Danny. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 